0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. It is 900 CHML. I'm Scott Thompson. Will Erskine back at the station, keeping the Scott Thompson Home Show on the air as he has done for 58 weeks. Feel free to uh, join the conversation. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Lots of people barking about uh, why are we air traveling all over the place and people being asked to stay home, especially when the variants are coming in through that. Mm-hmm. uh and yeah and when uh, jugmeet singh was uh, jugmeet singh was asked that all he kept talking about was paid sick leave uh, we're staying at home and the airports are open. Why is that? Uh, you can weigh in on that. Send us a note via the website. Scott Thompson at 900CHML.com. Phone lines are always open. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. All right. As we weave in and out of the waves of this COVID-19 pandemic, one, two, and three, Uh, There has been lots of chatter about an election woven between this. Uh, You might remember that uh, there was a uh, financial statement of sorts uh, between the first and second wave. There was a small window there thinking that the Liberals were going to uh, call an election and uh, try to parlay their minority into a majority. Uh, Last week, a budget came out, very much uh, uh, touted as an election budget, with lots of uh, things, a little for everybody, so to speak. Uh, But where are we? when it comes to a budget and an an election. Apparently, we're not really moved, Uh, so says Ipsos Public Affairs. Let's bring in Sebastian Dallaire, Senior Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs, and with us now. Sebastian, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well.
1: Thank you. I'm doing very well. Yourself?
0: Good, thank you. Uh, lots of chatter in and around an election, especially when this uh, budget came out. What does the polling show? How do we feel about the budget and the difference between COVID and nine co- uh, non-COVID budgets?
1: <laughs> well, I think the uh, your, your previous comments on the pandemic and, and how it's basically taking so much of uh, the air out of almost any balloon that the government would want. Cho- want to launch to try to talk about something else that this is what we're seeing in our poll like the budget landed didn't make that much noise with canadians it's somewhat good not really it's it's kind of a collective shrug of the shoulders which was one of the answers we got in the survey uh majority of canadians are just reacting by saying yeah it's okay uh (laughs) and uh there's not much clarity in terms of immediate impact and it's not surprising because of the the overall context
0: so is it because of the budget itself and its contents or the fact that we're just too busy dealing with a global pandemic we just don't care about this stuff right now
1: most probably the latter uh it doesn't mean that the budget and the content of the budget will not matter as we possibly move into an election Mm -hmm. Because it sets the table for issues that could become very important. But right now at this moment, and as we know, looking in Ontario, for example, what are we paying attention to? It's the pandemic. We're paying attention to everything that's happening provincially, locally. When can we get back to our normal lives? When will things really get back uh, up to speed? So this is really our focus at this time.
0: So uh, basically, what you're what you're getting out of this, Sebastian, is we're not interested in an election. Less about the budget; we're just not interested in talking about an election or anything like this.
1: Yeah, there's not much interest in in, in politics generally, aside mm-hmm. from what governments are doing about the pandemic. And uh, obviously, this will change if there is an election. People will start paying a lot more attention. But it, it's it's just not top of mind right now.
0: How should the Liberals react to this information?
1: Uh, I don't know. If I, I, I'm guessing that they may not be that surprised. Uh, what matters probably more to them is they manage to have a budget with a lot of different measures aimed at very different, uh, at a large number of audiences that will be important for them as as voters. So... The fact that it didn't make a lot of noise right now doesn't matter that much because they are doing well in current voting intentions. They, they are really on the cusp of majority standing if the results were to stay like they are right now. So it's not bad news. What will matter is that because of the new budget, they don't really have to talk about coming back to a balanced budget, making cuts in programs, this is a budget that sets the table for positive discussions if you're the government. So it's, it's, it remains fairly positive.
0: What about opposition reaction to these numbers? W- where does that leave their playbook?
1: Well, it, it means that it makes their job a little bit tougher right now because since Canadians are not really paying that much attention to what's in the budget at this stage, it makes it a bit difficult to attack uh, the federal government on what has happened so to attack the Liberals on it. Um, so and looking at you know the fact that poll results have been fairly stable showing that the Liberals have a very steady lead, uh, a fairly significant lead in Ontario, certainly larger than in 2019, it puts the other parties in uh, in a tough spot because it's hard for them to cut through the clutter. And they might have to wait for the campaign itself to really start scoring points on the government. So it it does tie their hands a little bit.
0: How would this be different, Sebastian, if we were not in the middle of a global pandemic and this was introduced?
1: Well, what would have happened most likely is coverage would have been a lot more focused on the various measures that are Mm -hmm. included in the budget. We would probably talk a lot more about the size of the deficit, which is historically unprecedented. But the pandemic is kind of drowning out all that noise. So it, it makes the job of the current government a lot easier in many ways. So that that In that way, the pandemic really changes what the dynamics would be in a a normal period
0: uh the longer this goes the longer this minority government drags out and the pandemic drags it out because that's mm-hmm. really what's you know i mean there was a few windows of opportunity for some provinces to have a, a elections way back in the first wave of this but it's it, it's pretty uh, obvious especially with this ipso's uh information that it's just not on uh mm-hmm. the mind of canadians right now that being an election the longer this goes is it harder for the liberals, simply because soon the bills come in, soon the rubber hits the road, and reality it, it sets in?
1: It Possibly, but this, this there, there are other questions. It, because so much of this is unprecedented, it's a bit hard to know exactly mm. how people will react. But we can think of another side of this coin moving forward as people start to see their lives becoming more normal. They start to see their families and friends again and what would they who would they have to thank for that is you know it's yes it's about the vaccine but is it because of the liberal government's work on the vaccines who would be to blame if there are some delays so there are still a lot of uncertainties over what's going to happen in coming months and you're absolutely right that the rubber will hit the road on a lot of things that we've put aside for a long period but will the rubber hit the road later this summer or will it be next winter or will it be even later than that uh, a lot of these questions are still uh
0: it's tough to have a firm
1: answer at this point
0: you're listening to the scott thompson show podcast on 900 chml child care seemed to be the pinnacle uh, issue for uh, this budget are you surprised at that
1: uh, no, because it's one of the things it, it, in a situation like what we're going through right now, we're really focused on one of the things that make a difference in our lives. And for parents who've had to deal with having children at home because they couldn't go, uh, they could not go to mm-hmm. the school as you're trying to work from home and have to juggle your various responsibilities, a uh, question of, of child care and who is going to take care of your kids as you're trying to work from home in a work-from-home environment, it's it become so much more important than they used to be. So child care was already an important issue before. Now it's become a massive issue for people who do have uh, children at home. And uh, so, so in that sense, not so surprising that it's garnering uh, a lot of attention. And, and of course, the price tag is it's not negligible. So uh, it's certainly something that will create a lot of discussions moving forward.
0: Uh, this sounds good, obviously, as an election provi- uh, promise, but obviously the provinces have to pay for, uh, I think it's almost half of this at this point. Um, how does that resonate when you make a promise, but it's up to the provinces to, to, to make it happen? It sort of sounds like, you know, we're going to give you a your birthday present, and it's up to you to go out and earn the rest.
1: <laughs> well, ultimately, it's, it's taxpayers, wherever they are, that will foot the bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, it all depends on the reactions of the provincial governments themselves as well. Uh, how how will they navigate this? Will they welcome the change over time and decide to be partner in this move, or will there be a lot of kicking and screaming? Uh, it all depends on who's in power in various provinces as this starts to, to roll in. And, of course, you have regional differences as well, because the price tag for childcare is very different from one province to the next, and you have as well a province like Quebec where you already have a child care program, how will this play out? Will Quebec, you know, how will the federal government and Quebec navigate this reality as they move forward? So there are a lot of um, very uh, interesting debates, as I just said, uh, about this coming up.
0: Uh, this certainly isn't new. It's been in the liberal war uh, chess for a while. Why now, do you think? Obviously, because of the pandemic. And will people question uh, why more promises on this now when not done in past liberal governments?
1: Well, you, you do have the pandemic and you do also have a context where spending money is seen in a much more positive light than it may have been seen in the past, mm. because this is not the time to cut. On programs. This is the time to promote new things, to propose new things. Uh, so the the pandemic has been, uh, you know, it's it's been used as some kind of a, of a foil to propose a lot of new things because it's a time for change. It's it's time to to take chances, and so people are much more open to any big, new, bold ideas at, at this point
0: should the liberals have waited to deliver this budget till a time where it was more attractive to go to an election have they sort of you know uh blown the steam off here before before we even started here
1: well that's it's hard to say but the timing is probably right it's the normal time at which you have a budget we know and many and many were
0: complaining that there hadn't been a budget till date
1: well exactly so Having waited longer may have created more grumbling because it might have raised a lot of questions about why why still wait? We already waited for a long time uh, to have a formal budget, so it was kind of the normal time to do it. And because of all the talks about a, p- a possible election, it was it would have been it would have been difficult for for the liberals to to, to wait uh, a lot longer to really put their budget on the table. And again, depending on how the situation evolves between now and, let's say, the fall, if they had wanted to wait a bit later, uh, maybe things would not have looked better, and then there would have been a lot more anger at the government. So it it was probably the the best thing to do from their perspective.
0: Uh, what about uh, Quebec and the Bloc? Obviously, Ontario and Quebec very important uh, to the Liberals. What about uh, the Bloc and 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 there and the Liberals' influence in Quebec?
1: This will be once again uh, a mm. key uh, a key element for the federal federal campaign coming up. Uh, we know how swings and in, in, in voting intentions in Quebec have been pretty big for the past three election federal cycles since 2011 and will it be stable this time around the numbers are not that different from what we saw from what we saw in the previous election however the issues will probably be very different so again, we could see some swings in Quebec. Last time, the Bloc really rode on the popularity of its positions on some identity issues, starting with Bill 21, but also with the way they tried to frame debates about pipelines and climate change as a Quebec identity issue. Uh, Will this play such a big role this time around as people are focusing on the pandemic and economic recovery and what's happening with their families? It's doubtful, so it might be more difficult for the Bloc to really gain some momentum. That being said, they are slightly stronger at this point than they were prior to the previous election. So, uh, a lot remains to be written in Quebec, and, and in Ontario, um, right now the Liberals are in good position. Their fortunes seem to move in the opposite direction of the dog Ford numbers uh, in the province, and with dog Ford being fairly unpopular right now uh due due to the pandemic and, and the unpopularity of some of the restrictions or the delay in putting them in ontario is is the liberals certainly look stronger in ontario than they were last time around so that's good news for them so quebec is a bit of a question mark ontario looks a bit better for the liberals
0: for the NDP and the Bloc, is it better for them not to go to an election? They, they've got more seats now than they probably would if they went to an election. Is is that accurate, or do they want to go? Does it, is it, Do they have more say right now than they would after an election?
1: It's it, it certainly is risky. It's risky for them if uh, the Bloc, as if you compare it to where they were just in twenty eighteen. They're in a fantastic position right now in Quebec, and they obviously don't want to lose this. So there is a chance for them to maybe win a few more seats and, again, have the balance of power if the Liberals aren't able to win a majority. uh, Or if a surprise Conservative government were to be formed and uh, were in a minority situation, the Bloc could have a lot of power. But there there is a risk that they might lose some seats uh, because they're not on, uh, you know, they're not as well positioned on some of the identity issues I just mentioned. For the NDP, um, they they have gained a little bit of traction federally, uh, nationally, recently. Uh, In Quebec, they're kind of a non-factor right now, um, but they only have one seat in Quebec, so that wouldn't you know there's not much space to to lose anything in quebec will they be able to win seats in other regions that's a big uh, question as well uh, they certainly they probably hope they can they can regain some some of their past glory but uh, it, it's difficult in as as we said earlier in a context where people are not paying that much attention to politics, uh, it's difficult to really change uh, the narrative right now.
0: Does this put the chatter of an election to bed for the, uh, for the spring? Does this push this off or even past the fall?
1: I guess it depends on how opposition parties react over the over coming weeks, uh, because what's likely going to happen, especially in the context of Ontario being under very strict measures for COVID, Quebec still being under curfew, uh, voters not really being interested in election, it's hard to see a party really try to visibly push for an election right now uh, because the budget did not stir any major controversy. Uh, it's hard to really find a hook to, to to get an election going, but we don't know what's going to happen over, over coming weeks. But right now, at this moment, it's difficult to see how someone could really pull the trigger in the short
0: order. What were the Liberals hoping to accomplish with the budget?
1: Um, solidify what is already a fairly positive environment for them. They're in a better standing now than they were before the 2019 election. Their chances of, of winning back a majority are fairly good. Uh, and by having putting together a budget that delays difficult uh, decisions for a few years and proposes a lot of positive new programs, a lot of new spending, they're hoping that they're going to avoid uh, major pitfalls and you know, secure enough additional votes to, to get their majority.
0: Sebastian Dallaire has been with us Senior Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs Canadians unmoved by the federal budget but liberals continue uh, their strong support in the country Sebastian, thanks for the time as always Much appreciated, be well
1: My pleasure, be well yourself
0: The Scott Thompson Show Weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML